Hi everyone, welcome back to this week's podcast. So a very exciting podcast today for everyone. I'm just doing a little introduction before we get into it. So I'm here with Deborah Enrique today. She is a silent counsellor and a very, very interesting woman and I can't wait for you to hear what she's got to say. Silent counselling is, she'll definitely explain it better than me, but it's basically a way of counselling which you don't have to use words, it's a way of using different points in the body and different energies in the body to, to see where your trauma is and to make your... I can't remember the word, but it's like a, the flow through your the flow through your body, and it's really interesting. She's done a, incredible work with it, where she's like cured a lot of pain and loads of stuff like that. So it's really really interesting. Um, yeah, I can't wait. She'll probably she'll definitely describe it better than me, but it's just a very brief little introduction. So we'll just be chatting about about it and about all the different things to do with that, predominantly about fear and fear trapped in the body, and also. Um, fear in general and, and all the types of things to do with silent counselling so I really hope you enjoy this episode just a little introduction before we get into it and yeah hope you enjoy okay hi Deborah. how are you I'm good thanks how are you I'm good so <laughs> tell me tell me about yourself and what you do in silent counselling okay so I am a motivational coach and silent counsellor practitioner and basically what silent counselling is, it can be it can be kind of described a little bit along the lines of acupuncture. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because so acupuncture uh, works on the body's meridian points. And basically that's what, what silent counselling does. With silent counselling, we work on um, our, our meridian points in our body. And it's just energy work. So it's energy psychology. It's, it's a very, very simple style of therapy. Hmm. But it's also very, very powerful because um, it's called silent counselling because there's no need to use words. So basically, if a lot of my clients that come to me don't want to uh, relive uh, an experience that they've had, maybe um, you know a trauma that they've had, they're not they don't want to you know um, think about it again. They don't want to like tell me everything about it as long as my client knows exactly what they're coming to me for I don't need to know anything so they can I'll take them through a process um, and all they have to do is think about their their issue and um, it's their body basically it's my client's body that that gives us all the answers so is, is it like pain or is it just like any type of feeling in the body um so um with sign counseling we can work on releasing stagnant energy um, negative energy that's been built up over time so it can you know release past traumas it can release you know physical pain if people like I started off with silent counseling because I had a really really sore atom okay. um, and after a session my sore atom was was gone so you did it with uh, someone else and then that's what got you interested in it yeah oh, yeah okay. so someone did it to me and I was like a few days it was it's really strange so basically, when you have a pain, you think about it all the time. Yeah. And then when your pain goes away, you don't realize that your pain's left your yeah, body. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what happened to me. Um, it, it, I think it was after maybe a week that I realized that I didn't have a pain in my arm anymore. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and 
it, it was just crazy. It's crazy how you don't something that's been painful. It, my, my arm was painful and it was really, it was like tingly and numb. What was wrong with it? For, sorry? What was wrong with it? Um, so I don't know the, so basically it's because um, I did side counseling for my arms, it was a physical pain. I released, I must have had trapped emotions in my arm. Yeah. So maybe it was to do with, you know, when I was a little girl, maybe it was to do with a present issue. I don't know. Mm. All I know is that my, okay. my pain got dissolved. So basically what silent counseling does, it's um, a, a lot of clients come to me that have that suffer from anxiety. So I can help them with, you know, re- releasing their anxiety, um, phobias. It's just... Um, it's just like emotional blockages that kind of keep you from moving forward. I didn't know you did phobias. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, phobias as well. Um, it's it, it, the, 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 I, I will do a really simple, you know, um, simplified version of it at the end. Mm-hmm. Just so you can even try it out yourself. Yeah. Um, but it's a very, very simple style of therapy, but it's, it's so simple but at the same time it's so so effective it's crazy yeah, it's, it's, it is crazy it's like a total new world yeah but it's all to do with yeah it's all to do with like the energy like it's energy energy healing that's just so is there like it's quite crazy because like and doctors and things don't use stuff like that but if it's so effective then they definitely should but, i know you know that's, just, an, that's another thing that yeah let's not get into that <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's you know um sign counseling is there's different like like i said um acupuncture um works with the meridian our meridians um but obviously with acupuncture you, you're using needles whereas a sign counseling we you you use your own the clients use their own fingers all right okay so um i can basically over the last year i've seen all my clients over zoom because yeah. obviously because of the pandemic mm. um so yeah I don't even have to be in the same room as as my client which is oh, that's quite good as well isn't it yeah it's so interesting mm-hmm. but it's, it's yeah. such a, it's such an interesting thing I'm glad I'm doing this as well because I, I wanted to know more about it anyway but you just never have enough time to to talk about it but it's so interesting and um, we're gonna talk about fear now that's right isn't it so yep fear Yes. If you just because I feel like people know what fear is, but you know, like how it might impact them daily and stuff like that. If you could talk about that, that would be good. Yeah. So basically, fear fear is a good thing. Fear yeah. is a good thing in a sense. Yeah, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, because for just for the survival mechanism. Exactly. So fear is a good thing because you know, without fear, we'd have so many people, you know, doing dangerous jumping off of like rooftops and doing crazy like there are people that do that but (laughs) you know fear has kept us alive you know our ancestors um watched you know their their family members get eaten by lions or by wild animals and that's you know so that doesn't happen to us anymore because we do have you know fear but then there's also fear that is false evidence appearing real which is Mm -hmm. the fear that you know kind of keeps us from moving forward or um fear that just keeps us stuck in life and and it's just you know it's like like I said it's false evidence appearing real it's It's just irrational yeah it's not uh it's not the sort of fear that's you know the fear of um 
the fear that keeps us, you know, safe and keeps us alive. It's just mm-hmm. fear that, um, how can I describe it? Um, no, like, like, just like keeps a, from living life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, so like, I'm scared of spiders, but I'm not like so scared of them. Like if I seen one, like I could not any longer like be in the room or something. But like, even that, like, why is like so many people scared of spiders and stuff like that? Is it just totally irrational? Like, why do people get scared of things like that? I I think that people are scared of spiders because I'm sure when you were younger, you had an adult or, you know, it could have been a family friend. It could be, you know, um, a a family member, or even you could have been somewhere in a, in a shop and somewhere where I went, ah, a spider. (laughs) And you, maybe five years old or three years old must have thought, ah, Oh my yeah. God, they're screaming. They're screaming really loudly and they're really afraid because they've seen a spider. This spider must be r- really dangerous. <laughs> That's and you, Yeah, and you've just grown up with this false belief, this limiting belief that spiders are, are, are you're, you're scared of spiders, when in actual fact you're not. You've just acquired someone else's phobia. Yeah, and like some people get like so debilitated by like fears of spiders and stuff like that. But- yeah, and it's... It gets the do they just make it, it the it's an actual phobia. Like there's so many people that are terrified of spiders, but when you if you ask them actual why are you scared of a spider when you're like a thousand times bigger than it? Yeah, true. It totally doesn't make sense, but it's also well, it depends. If you're like in Australia or something, they could probably kill you, but not here anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. So I've heard my daughter recently. She's so she's nearly seven years old. And um, the other day we were walking over a bridge and she was like, oh, mom, I'm scared of bridges. I'm scared of heights. And I was like, mm. no, you're not. You're not. Yeah. But she's heard that. She's yeah, heard I wonder from, where she's from. Well, well like um, her dad's scared of heights. Oh, um, okay. So she's maybe heard him saying or me and him having a conversation about it and mm-hmm. she's picked that up. But that is not her, that is not her fear. She's she's taken it on from someone else she's taken she's taken her dad's fear on yeah. and I said to her and I, I said to her that's you're you're not scared of um heights you're not scared of bridges like mum would never like I would never um walk you over something that's dangerous mm-hmm. if, if if I'm holding your hand and we're walking over this bridge it means that this bridge is safe yeah. there's nothing that you have to fear and see when I heard her say that I was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> to have these these fears that are that are coming from nowhere yeah but it'll be so good for you like to be a mum having this type of knowledge as well though because you'll grow them up so well with stuff like that and emotions yeah. and things like that so good but that's that's quite cool that like I don't know heights kind of makes sense like if you were like on an unsafe like height then you should be scared but then if it's not yeah. then it's not exactly. I suppose they're all like on a level of rational to irrational it's quite interesting exactly yeah I've heard that like fear and shame are like the two worst emotions to uh, have yeah shame is one of I work with a lot of people that come to me and they have got and they think they're coming to me for one reason but in actual fact it's shame yeah and shame is one of the the ugliest emotion that that we hold on to like yeah shame is just that's sorry. Shame is just not good for us. Doesn't shame like stick in your body a lot? Isn't that like one of those things? Because I, I hear about that all the time that people that feel shame, it turns into like 
and hating their body or like things like that or just from like childhood shame and then they put it into something else like it's it's crazy how yeah. much shame's an interesting one as well yeah shame is definitely um something that I think everybody needs to and it's it's really difficult to release shame because it's um as a as a, a really difficult emotion to release but I think it's one of um it's a very very important emotion to to just kind of let go of because a lot of I don't know if you've have you ever watched um the documentary Heal um no but yeah you told me that I should actually do that oh my gosh sorry (laughs) (laughs) definitely watch and whoever else has listened to this podcast please watch the documentary Heal yeah I need Um, to watch that I need to watch it so bad yeah, so it used to it's um, it used to only be on Netflix, but it's also on um, Prime as well. Oh, okay, and that talks about um, that talks a lot about um, you know how if we if we keep our emotions trapped inside us, how that can manifest into illnesses and diseases. That's why it's so important to to heal past traumas. Yeah. Uh, just to just to heal all, all these all the pain that's inside of us because if if we hold on to this pain if, like if we hold on to this pain throughout our whole life you don't know what that's going to manifest into so do and you think what, that sorry there you go sorry no, so i was just going to say and that's how we get all these different you know illnesses and diseases it's through trapped emotions so do you think that chronic like a huge percentage of chronic disease is just comes from that Yes, so I am. Um, that's that's. Um, I just want to say that's obviously not my field, but I what I am. Just I'm a theory. More, yeah, yeah. I am. I'm definitely looking more into, um, you know, chronic disease connected to emotions and what I have discovered so far. I would say yes. Yeah, because obviously, like with me, like I'm so nutrition and everything like that, and I, I learn about that consistently. But I think I definitely think it's like a mixture between them both. Like if you if you're mentally really struggling, there's there's no point in in, in having good health because your, your mental health comes first. And if you're unhappy, like what's the point in like going for really good nutrition if you're just hating your life? So I think that I think that definitely is a huge part of it that's overlooked a lot. Yeah, I do. I think. I, I think good food, good nutrition helps you feel better. It, yeah. it's, it's, I think, I, I mean, I know with, um, if, I've, if I've eaten something that's good for my body, um, I, I automatically feel good, so my mind feels good. If, yeah. I've, if I go for maybe a week and I eat, and I, I, like, I love food, I love eating well. Like, I don't, I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm good at, um, I'm good at, you know, I make my own meals, all that kind of stuff. So, if I do kind of maybe slack off one week <laughs> and I do maybe eat more junk foods, then I know I don't feel good. I don't feel good physically and I don't feel good mentally. So I definitely think that they, it's, it's like a marriage, you know? Yeah, definitely. You can't, you can't have like, if you've got good health without mental health, it's the same thing as like, if you have really bad mental health and really bad diet, it's the same, it's just really negative. But yeah, it's, it's really good that you feel that way towards your diet. You do look really healthy. Oh, thanks. But um, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do think that I do think that chronic disease is like because it's such it's such a huge thing now, and it's not just caused by one thing. It can't be. 
But yeah, we're getting off topic. Fear. We're talking about shame and everything. Fear. This is what happens. Fear. I can't help it with yeah. these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so what I think is important, we need to, especially I think in this last year, I think every single one of us, well, most of us anyway, this last year has has um, felt some sort of fear. Yeah. Um, just with the whole pandemic. Um, and it, I, I don't really want to kind of go into... Um, the whole pandemic because no. I mean everybody's no. like <laughs> everyone's <laughs> um, over that everyone's over that and it doesn't matter how uh, how much you believed in it and how much you didn't believe in this whole thing that's happened this mm. last year I still believe that most of us have felt some sort of fear you know it could be fear related to your business you weren't sure what was going to happen fear connected to <clears throat> your future like you we don't know when no one knew when this was going to stop we still kind of really don't know do we no exactly fear connected to when am I going to see my loved one again so just just fear of my kids how are they going to be you know fall back behind in, in the, their schoolwork yeah so I think in this last year everybody has felt more fear than usual what do you yeah. think I, did, I think that as well yeah I don't I feel like some there's like either one or the other people have either had like a crazy good year or really really bad like I feel yeah. like there's no, no one's had an in-between it's quite strange like when people say like, oh yeah we actually had a really good year this year like, oh, okay yeah but strange but no. I think there's been very different yeah personally I've had I've had a good year personally yeah. um a lot of good things have happened I've done just a lot of like my business has moved forward a lot I've just um, I've spent more time with my kids so I've had this last year for me personally it's been a positive year but at the same time I've still felt fear um because it's like I've got a lot of family um back in Italy so it was fear of when am I going to go when can I get to see them Mm -hmm. um so like I even though I've had a good year and I've still felt fear. Yeah, I suppose fear is inevitable no matter what, no matter yeah. how good. And I suppose you can't really like summarise a year as being good or bad. It's a long time to summarise into um, one emotion. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely there's there's definitely like being more good or more bad, obviously, but it's, it's probably then, a good way of looking at it. Yeah, and the, there'll be a lot of people that uh, maybe physically as well, they're like, am I going to catch am I going to catch this yeah. disease what's it going to do to me yeah. so you know people that are maybe not fit and healthy that have lived in this last year they've lived in fear of catching this disease yeah especially if you have like a heart condition or like a, a chronic disease you're living with yeah. that's been must have been terrifying I don't know what that's like but it must have been I know definitely still is I suppose it's not gone yet I know I suppose we're just desensitized to it now yep it oh. just kind of became kind of normality isn't it which isn't a nice it's not a nice spot like but hopefully it'll, yeah, just it'll, be, it'll be fine I'm I'm so I just can't worry about it anymore I'm just no it's, it's gone, gone. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> there now I don't worry about it now <laughs> yeah but yeah, but yeah so there, I definitely feel fear definitely yeah. everyone has had a bit of fear some somewhere or another yeah I just think it's time now because we've lived through more than a year of all this I just think it's time now that we pivot from fear into love mm-hmm. and we and we and we kind of take our power back because 
know, um, I think in the last year, not only have we lived in fear, but we've kind of felt a bit powerless as well. Yeah. So I think it's really important that now we start, you know, kind of reclaiming our power. We start kind of moving from victim mode. Yeah. Into, victim you mode. know, <laughs> yeah. I think there's been a lot of victim mode as well this last year. Like, oh, how am I going to, you know, continue with my business? How am I going to continue with this? Blah, blah, blah. So I think it's to move forward. I think as a, you know, as a whole, everybody to move forward needs to just move for fear and to love and to just to reclaim their power back, get out of the victim mode, because if you act in victim mode, you're going to get nowhere. So what, what can fear look like in, in the body? Like how can Because I know that some, a lot of people struggle with expressing emotion. Sometimes people don't even know they have an, an emotion. Like a lot of people struggle with that. And I don't, is there like a way to like identify if you feel fear often or not? Because um, obviously it's not obvious all the time. Yeah, I think, you know, physically everybody's different. So fear can manifest um, in different ways. But I would say fear um, stops you doing a lot of things. Okay. It stops you from, you know, um, even going, you know, picking up the phone and, you know, phoning for um, the job interview or whatever. Fear, I think, stops you from doing a lot of things. I think. I think it's a kind of tricky question to answer because yeah, it is, fear can look very different for for different people. Okay. If you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely, I can see why it would like stop stop you from doing things. But like, because if you think about it like that, like I, I know that some people might not know that they're aware of having fear, and then yeah, like like you said, people come to you and then they don't realize it's another issue and stuff like that. But yeah. like. I suppose everyone's got trapped emotion. Like we've just kind of got to look at it like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like um, fear can show up in the kidneys. So maybe you've got like a, maybe a, a oh. kidney problem. I know that. That's cool. Yeah. So um, uh, even though with sand counselling, we go to another, we go to the collarbone if we want to release fear. Um, it's connected to the, the kidneys. Oh, okay. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting but, how everyone links. Yeah, but there's different fears, you know, different fears for, uh, I think, the f- fear to move forward into the future can be connected to um, feet, your feet. Mm. So I think there's different fears, and with these different fears are kind of like in different parts different of your body. Parts, yeah. Is, is that counting connected to chakras, or is that not something else? So, no, we... Uh, so... Um, I do a chakra balancing and like to finish off my sign counseling, but um, that's that's more um, yoga. That's another thing. Yeah, yeah, it's another thing. That's interesting. But then, so what are like you talk about the points of the body? Like, what what is that a different thing from that? Is there a different, a totally different? Yeah, thing? meridian points. Meridian points. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how how many is them? Because there's like chakras are just right down your body, isn't it? Oh, so. uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Fifteen. Wow, that's a lot. Fifteen. I think there's probably more, but I work with fifteen. And what what does that? What is a meridian point? Like, what does that mean? It's where. Um, so I just take a glass of water. It's where um, our stagnant energy gets gets kind of stored. Right. Okay. And then you would clear those things, and that's yep. how pain can can happen if they're blocked. Exactly. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah I understand you, that. You clear them, you release them. So sign counselling, it's um, we do like a breathing technique. It's um, we we touch with our with our um, our fingers. So it's a combination of the two that just kind of. So what I experience when I when I've done sign counselling is that if the po- problem can't be resolved through mm-hmm. silent counselling, uh, maybe if it's a it's nothing that you can personally do, it helps you deal with it better. Okay. So it's, if it's a situation that you can't change, it, silent counselling helps you deal with the situation better. So um, what I've experienced is that just think you've got a you've got a, a situation an issue and it's kind of clouding your brain. It's like a mm-hmm. thick grey cloud over your brain. It's here, and this thick grey cloud is preventing you from thinking clearly, um, making the right decision, just not knowing, just acting in fear. Basically, it's act- so when, when you uh, when you act in fear, it's not always the best. You don't always make the best decisions. Yeah. So you've got this grey cloud, um, kind of hovering over your 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 head, um, and you can't see clearly. What science counselling does, it takes this grey cloud and it kind of takes it a, like a few meters in front of you. Mm-hmm. So when the problem, the issue arises, you've got those few seconds or minutes to think clearly okay does that make sense because yeah, so, this, this is obviously a personal thing to me so this is how I've, yeah. I've uh, experienced it so I've experienced it like a cloud over my brain I can't think clearly I've had to encounter and this cloud has moved further away from me so I can I've got those extra seconds to think so like it's like a it's a just a technique to um and like improve the way you think through things that's I suppose it's a little bit like meditation but yeah like so that's just like a visual thing or did that did you actually see that that's a visual that's something that yeah. so it's just what I've how I felt okay and I'm a very visual person so yeah like I always use kind of these sort of I always use pictures to tell like to so, tell stories just to in a in a word way it would be basically like giving your giving your body a, a a technique to use in order to think clearer yeah so it, it, you you get more kind of mind clarity but it could also um it could also if it's pain it can you know you can release that pain you can be pain free mm-hmm. um if it's you know if you're holding on to grief it can help you release that grief and it can help you to move forward Okay. Um, so it, 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 it all it also depends on um on like on the person as well, like the client, how how they how how open they are as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if science counselling, yeah, if science counselling um doesn't kind of get rid of or release the issue that that you that you want to um kind of release <laughs> um resolve it will help you manage it better okay so yeah, yeah it's quite it, it sounds good for anyone like I understand I understand why people would be um like spectacle spe- is that the word spectacle yeah about that yeah but I don't understand like it's, it's just an interesting thing to try and if it works for you it yeah. works for you if it doesn't yeah. it doesn't but I think it sounds it sounds really good and like anyone should should try it just to see what happens because a lot of people it's, don't know what's going on yeah it's very powerful most of my clients 
um, cry through the sessions. Oh, really? And the yeah, it's and it sounds bad, but every time I cry, my client cries. I'm thinking, thank goodness. Yeah, oh, it's working. <laughs> Some because yeah, because um, crying is another form of you know a re- releasing emotion. So when you cry, you're releasing that emotion. So you th- do you know how people cry a lot? Do you think that's a, a good quality? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Crying is, I, I think sometimes you need to, sometimes you might need to take a full day just crying. Oh and you might, by the end of it, you might feel shattered and absolutely exhausted. But yeah. the next day you're going to wake up and you're going to feel better. Like crying yeah, is that's true. just one of the most important things. Like no, when, so even when my, I'm teaching my kids to cry. So if <laughs> my little boy, I think especially um, boys, I don't want to go into this too much, but yeah. sometimes most people um, say, oh, come on, um, you're a boy, boys don't cry. Yeah. I just don't think that's right. No. So when Francesco cries, I'm, I, say, I say to him, he's only three years old. So he's hurt his knee. I'm like, baby, you cry, just you cry. <laughs> and then he says to me, mommy, I can't stop crying. And I'm like, it's fine you cry <laughs> cry 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 because I want to teach them to cry because nice. crying crying is just human isn't it yeah it's natural to cry exactly you'd be such a good mom like that that'd be so so helpful for your kids to have that because like I know like everyone like my age and like their parents generation absolute nightmare of generation for feeling emotions and stuff like that and, and older obviously but um and like I know like the generational trauma and stuff like that like my mom and dad like don't cry and neither do I I can't cry really unless it's like really bad and I like can't help it but it's not it's mm-hmm. not something I can do especially like in front of people and that's yeah. just like, who I am but it's not no one ever told me like don't cry it's bad or anything it's just what I learned but I wish I could cry more but I've just never been like that and it's so annoying because it is such a you always feel better and you are right with that yeah but, it's, it's but maybe maybe someone didn't tell you not to cry, but maybe you heard it somewhere, or yeah. maybe you seen some. Maybe you seen, and again, this is maybe another topic. <laughs> but maybe you seen someone crying when you were younger, and what you felt in that moment, you probably thought to yourself, oh, "She's crying." It may, may have you know conjured up some sort of you know emotion inside you that maybe you thought, "Oh, I can't do that." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because it is definitely looked from society mm-hmm. that like you know it's not the best thing to do and like people are uncomfortable around people that cry especially men that is definitely a huge thing it must be yeah. so, it's, it's so bad for men but like it's not that I wouldn't it's just that I don't ever like you know get the like yeah. like big urge to it's just the way of like I'm coping like but it's rubbish I wish I could yeah deal with that but I don't know well when I was younger I didn't really I didn't really cry even when I went through like not a great time I still I still never cried in front of my friends. Like my friends probably didn't even know that I was going through like a crap time. Mm-hmm. And then when they found out, they were like, oh my God, like I've never seen you cry. I've never seen yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, and people don't expect you to because of that either. Yeah. So it's like shocking. Exactly. I don't like that but either. Now, now I am, um, like now I cry really easily, but not for my things. I cry more for other people's things. So if something really good happened to, you know, if I was telling you something really good that happened to my mum, for example, I would cry yeah. telling you. So I cry yeah. <laughs> quite easily when I'm explaining good things about other people. Well, that's nice. You must, you must be really empathetic. Yeah. No, I'm, a, I'm an empath, like 100% empath. Yeah. Well, pa- Patrick doesn't seem like it's a person that cries often. Um, no, she's um, she doesn't cry often. She probably cries, you know, 
alone but not in public <laughs> yeah, she doesn't seem like that type of person but I feel like I've got a lot of people that age aren't like they just I don't yeah. know what it is like what happened to people that age <laughs> because they're all a bit um like affected by their parents and stuff like that but yeah 100% but we're we just keep getting off the topic of fear exactly so, like, what what what's the um what are the type of things you can do like by yourself then to try and like so or okay. maybe like when fear comes up like what how do you manage that emotion because obviously you need to feel it it's not about putting it away or shutting it down but yeah no no definitely feel overwhelming. I, I think a really important point to make is um every time you feel any emotion good or bad you know if you feel fear fear like um any sort of emotion you need to feel it you need to you need to acknowledge it you say okay I am feeling this at the moment I feel like absolute crap um and don't just say don't brush it underneath the is it the carpet or the rug both (laughs) whatever don't brush it underneath anything (laughs) you need to you need to feel what you're feeling because you need to you need to deal with it you need to deal with your emotions I think that's like a really important point to make my mum says it all the time my mum has gone through like a total whole life change thing and then she says it all the time you have to feel your emotions she's 56 so same age as your mum um but yeah so she she's like that she's she um always says feel your emotions all the time stuff like that and I get it like I totally understand it but the only person I've ever heard explain that concept to me is her so could you explain why you need to feel your emotions because I do know you have to but like you know how you know you have to do things but you don't really know why and I feel a lot of people don't either yeah I mean I think it's one of the most important things that you need that everybody needs to do and I think I think it should be taught in schools yeah I agree with with you to deal with your emotions because if you don't deal with your emotions they're going to keep coming up mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to they're going to if you don't if you don't deal and release what you've got inside of you good or you know bad it's going to keep it's going to keep showing up in your life and just in different ways different different ways it's going to keep showing up and sometimes at these trapped emotions that we are not dealing with will can manifest and to turn into you know an illness or a disease or a pain a physical pain definitely watch heal so then you understand more of what I'm saying yeah, so I that. think it yeah it'll make more sense after you watch that um but dealing with your emotions like you can't keep putting your head underneath the sand because you're not going to get anywhere like no. 100% won't get anywhere so like and that's a- sorry on you go yeah. That's something that I have, I've, I've always, oh, I don't like that conversation. I'm, oh, I don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. I've always put my head underneath the sand. But um, I think in the recent recent years, like maybe in the last maybe three years, I've realised that there's a lot that, and a lot that I, I've had to, you know, learn a lot of things I've had to go through, a lot of things that I've had to deal with, and I'm still dealing with because yeah. obviously your like your journey never ends so was it your silent counseling like session that made you come to these realizations or was it something else to just read about it or something um I would definitely say starting to read personal development books and mm-hmm. um, definitely got me on the road on this kind of journey of you know self-healing and um, just looking inwards and just I think you come you come to a time in your life and you're like right what the hell am I doing 
Um, <laughs> and I think one of the most important lessons that I have learned is to look inwards for answers that no yeah. one else can help me. No. There's no one hundred. There's no one. No one can help me except for myself. Like people can guide me. I've got people that there's people that I look up to that that can can help me as in guide me. But no one can help me. Like I need to help myself. Yeah. So we need to become the heroes of our own lives. We can't, you know, wait for. We can't be the victim. So if, yeah, if your life was a, thing. yeah, if your life was a movie, like. Who would you want to play? Would you want to play the victim or the hero in your movie? In the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, because I feel like a lot of people do that as well, that rely too much on other people or need people when a lot of people don't realise that everything they have is, is within themselves. And that's definitely a huge thing people yeah. don't understand. Yeah, and so it's, it's the whole nice blaming. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's the whole blaming and being in victim mode. Or um, I, um, I was late for work because... The, the bus in front of me was going was going to slow no that's not it yeah you were late for what because you left yeah. too late yeah. you know like you weren't organized enough so um yeah I think it's I think it's really important to take responsibility responsibility for our own life I think that's yeah that's definitely yeah because everyone's always like that it's always an, an excuse or even when good things happen to people they're like oh well it was this or that it's like no just accept that you've done well or something or Something exactly like and that's how that's <laughs> everything you keep saying I'm like yes that's another thing that's another <laughs> so basically what that is connected to is your upper limit okay um and uh, yeah that's the upper limit is another thing that we can probably talk on another day <laughs> yeah what is that though just a really brief thing briefly your upper limit is when you create a glass ceiling for yourself or oh, so okay. basically you set like an internal thermostat so, um, like you said, if you pay me a compliment, I would say, oh, you, oh, I really, yeah. you did, you, or oh, like, you, like, I don't know, I say to you, your podcasts are so amazing. Oh, thanks. No, I don't really think so. I think I, yeah. uh, blah, 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 blah. And you play yourself down. That's your upper limit. Okay. Instead yeah. So, what, you, what, instead of what you should say is, oh, thanks so much. Um, I really enjoyed doing that, that podcast. What I would change next time is, yeah. but always go on with a positive first. Like yeah. the upper limit, there's, there's loads more to it, but that is just like a kind of. Yeah, because that's like that's like law of attraction, isn't it? You say negative things about yourself, and it kind of comes about. Yeah. So basically, you need to think thing. of. Yeah. So basically, the law of attraction. You need to think of the law of attraction is the waitress of the universe. Mm-hmm. I did a, I did a, um, a video on that. Yeah, that thing. Um, I remember seeing did that. You, did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I watched that. <laughs> yeah. So basically, that's you wouldn't good. tell. Yeah, you wouldn't tell the waitress in the restaurant everything that you don't want because no. she'd be really confused and she'd probably come out with everything that you told her because you didn't really tell her what you did want basically that's what you know manifestations are about speaking yeah. what you do want there's so many different but, um like different ways of talking about a law of attraction there probably is loads of different things but that was a yeah. good way of explaining it mm-hmm. like, so oh. would you would you like me to show you a really brief um process of self-counseling yes, I would like you okay. to but explain it as well obviously we don't have the, the yeah yeah, yeah of course I mean the, so, the video and um, when we work with energy our feet have to be flat on the floor because we need okay. to be grounded okay mm-hmm. and we always work with our right hands because the energy flows from the right okay. so we use so um it's always going to be difficult because you're going to be hearing this and not seeing the video but um 
when I ask you to go to points on your body, I'd like you to use your index finger and your, so your right index finger and your middle finger. Okay. Peace time. Uh, sorry? Peace time. <laughs> so basically, just now, Mary, if you rub your right thumb and your right index finger together, just okay. rub it together. Okay. And you say, my name is Mary. My name is Mary. My name is Tom. My name is Tom. Do they feel different or do they feel the same? Tom felt different. Okay, that's so did it feel so when so basically when you're rubbing your thumb and index your right thumb and right index finger together, mm -hmm. um when you're telling the truth or when you will so the truth and the word yes is a, is smooth, it should be smooth. So when I say my name is Deborah. I should get a nice smooth. Yeah, that's what that's what motion like. That's good. So when I say my name is Tom, it should be a bit stickier, stickier. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what I felt. Perfect. That's so. For anyone listening to this, if you, do that you now. don't, <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you don't feel a difference, that is absolutely fine. Um, just now, I'll show you a little step. It just means that you are in psychological reversal. You're not in polarity. So basically, it means you're not in the flow. Okay. Well, can you ask you like if you want to know something like about yourself, and I, I don't know, say you don't really know the answer, is that like a, something you could use for your body to talk well, to you? Yeah. So, um, so when you're in polarity and it's working, so you've got you've got a difference. You've got a, okay. a yes and a no. So you've got a smooth and a rough. You can, especially with food. So the crazy thing is, if um, you can try it out. So if you've got, if you're holding a glass of water, right, and you say, um, "Is this glass of water for the for the greater good of my body?" You should get a nice smooth motion. If you pick up a plastic bottle, because plastic, we all know plastic is not good. Mm -hmm. you no, know, um, especially um, water and plastic is not good because of the, all the particles that the plastic bottle is made up of. Okay, um, you will get a rough you'll get a rough, you'll say, is this plastic bottle of, is this plastic bottle of water good to get of my health? You'll get a, you'll get a rough, you'll get a no. That's so interesting. So even though, so sometimes you can say, um, is this pasta for the greater good of my health? You'll yeah. get a yes or a no. And it could change daily because obviously the, the needs of your body change daily. So you can genuinely ask yourself that before you eat anything. And that is so interesting. Yeah, it's, it's it's absolutely amazing. So the other day, my friend says um, she's pregnant. She was says guess the sex. So oh. I says I, I said is it is it a girl? And then I got smooth. I says is it a boy? And it was a rough. And then, I don't know if that was a coincidence, right? But I said it's a girl, and she was like yes. I was like, yes so cool. Can you imagine if it is? It, it, it's a girl. It is. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> So I don't oh, know if that was so a coincidence, cool. but it's the first time I've ever tried it with something like that. So yeah. I don't I don't know if that was a fluke or what, but I got yes. That's so cool. <laughs> I know. I know. I would so, go with that's real just because it's so cool. <laughs> so for anyone who can't tell the difference between rough or smooth, it just means that you're in you're in psychological reversal. And to get out of psychological reversal, all you have to do is you get your right index finger and your right middle finger. And you go over to the left-hand side, just, you'll, fit, you'll find like a, on your chest, on your left-hand chest, more towards your armpit, mm -hmm. you'll find like a sore spot, like a tender spot. In your armpit? 
no, no, just um, about <laughs> 10 centimetres away from your armpit, on your okay. chest. I think, I'm, I think I've got it. Yeah? Like a bone? Kind of, oh, well, it's like a sore spot. You kind of, you, it's it's a, kind of a lot along from your armpit, your left armpit. It's like a, there's a tender spot. Oh, yeah, I think I've got it. Yeah. yeah. So all you would do here is you would gently rub it. Okay. And this is where we hold on to stress. So you would just gently rub it. I can't do certain kinds without closing my eyes. So this is, <laughs> I always have to close my eyes. It just sets me in like in the right oh, mood. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so you just close your eyes and you just rub your sore spot. And then we're going to, so for three times, we're going to take you're just going to breathe in gently through your nose and then you're going to do a one short breath out and then a long breath out. So you would go do this. Okay, so breathe in gently through your nose, one short breath out, one long breath out. And you would do that three times, okay? So you're just going to release that kind of stress from the day. Just while you do that, just rub it gently. You can okay. do that every day. Yes, I would 100% recommend that when you wake up in the morning and um, when you have like five minutes alone, you do, you do, you, these steps I'm going to show you just now, do them every single day or any time that you're feeling stressed, you feel that fear kind of creeping in and um, definitely go to this, this little sore spot here that we're doing just now, definitely go there and that will just calm, calm you down straight away. So cool. So after you've kind of done your breathing technique like three times, mm-hmm. go to underneath your nose Okay, so your your two fingers, your right index finger and your right middle finger, mm-hmm. you're going to go underneath your nose. Mm-hmm. Okay, just going to you're just going to um, press your meridian point under under your nose, and because today we're talking about fear, I want you to pivot from fear. I want you to feel empowered. Okay, so just close your eyes. Okay, and I just want you to visualize yourself empowered. Okay. So now we're going to take, you know, our our life back. We're going to take control of our life again. Okay. We're going to move away from this fear. So I just want you just to really feel yourself empowered. And I want you to breathe in that, that sense of empowerment. Just breathe it in. So we're going to do that breathing technique again. Breathe gently through your nose. And then I want you to breathe away any self-doubt or any demons. Just breathe them away. And just do the breathing three times. So gently through your nose. Just breathe in that sense of empowerment. Okay, and just blow away any victim mode that you're in. Just breathe away all that victim. Okay, good. Good. And when you've done that, we're going to move on to the collarbone. So cool. <laughs> so with your collarbone, because we've got two collarbones, we're going to use um, the uh, fingers from both our hands. Mm-hmm. So we're going to use our, again, our right index finger, our right middle finger, left index finger and left middle finger. And we're just going to put it underneath our collarbone, just underneath our collarbone. Okay. And this is where we store a lot of our fear, okay? Okay. So just close your eyes again. Okay, and just breathe in that, that the intention of, the intention of what you want your day to look like today, 
maybe you're breathing the intention of what you, you want the rest of the year to look like. Just you decide on your intention. I want you to breathe in that intention and I want you to blow away any fear that's getting in the way. So any fear, anything that's getting in your way, I want you just to blow it out. So gently breathe through your nose. Get rid of that flight or fight kind of situation that you might be in. Blow it all away. Good. Okay. And then, what other point can I go to? I hope everyone's doing this right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or and if you're driving and you're listening to this yeah don't do that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> do it uh, but i would 100 recommend you you just do these po- uh, points every day this is obviously a very simplified version of science counseling mm-hmm. with my with my clients i would it's like a longer process we get to the root cause so we we time frame as well so if someone comes to me with um, anxiety um we can find out when from when the anxiety stems from if it's from childhood if it's from when they were in the womb if it was from a past life wow if it's from the pre so it is obviously a longer process so this is just a very simple technique that anyone can use mm-hmm. um, every single day and then i would recommend we with your right two fingers again tap on the left hand side your on your left hand tap on your left hand um so the on your pinky side mm-hmm. is that if I explained that okay yeah I think so yes yeah. so tap on your left hand with your right two fingers and this point, meridian point here just um symbolizes change so when we tap here this is when we when we affirm change so for anyone that don't know if anyone that is listening um says affirmations this is a great point to go to when you're saying your affirmations um mm. affirmations is so 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 powerful like yeah. affirmations can definitely rewire your your thinking the way you think is it normal so, that kind of hurts a bit like is, yeah so it, it's, it's a bit tender yeah. yeah so you just just tap it and while you're tapping it i'd like you just to say um uh, we're gonna we're, i'm gonna say some affirmations that um you might relate to so I am well, all is well. I'm excited for the future. I am calm, confident, and in control. So anything that resonates with you, you can um, you can change these to anything that you. But as long as they're positive words, you want so you want to be speaking positive words. Um, so I love I, I I love myself. I have love all around me. Um, so all these positive words and while after you've said the words I want you just to close your eyes and I want you to do the breathing technique so just breathe gently through your nose then one short breath out one long breath out and continue tapping and while you're breathing I just want you to think of these words okay so you're breathing in the words and you're letting go of all the negative emotions interesting and when we work with energy um it's always good to drink lots of water as well. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's um, electric, isn't it? It's got an electricity. It's so interesting. So, so these um, one, two, three, four, four steps, mm-hmm. four points, um, they're really, really 
it might seem really simple, but they're really powerful. If you do them every single day, you can do them multiple times a day. Because we're working with energy, it's non-invasive. So it, oh. it, would, it can't harm anyone. No, exactly. You know what I can do? If you, if you send me the steps and I can put it in the description bit so that people can see it. Oh, um, that's a fabulous that's what idea. I'll do, because obviously, yeah. if you want to go back to it, you can't. You don't want to listen to the whole thing again or find it or something yeah. like that. So I'll put it in the description bit so everyone can see that um, and go back to it so they can use it because that's it's really helpful for people. Yep, I'll definitely do that. Mm-hmm. That's no problem. And yeah, I'll also put like your your Facebook page and and business and things there as well in case anyone wants yeah. to try it out because it, it it sounds like a, a crazy good thing for so yeah. many people. Um, so yeah, yeah. Because you were already in polarity, it, see if you see if you when I asked you to rub your fingers, if mm-hmm. you didn't feel a difference, it's crazy how um, how you do feel a difference afterwards. So if you were just say you were rough when you were when you said your name and when you said Tom, and then I took you to the sore spot on your chest and underneath your nose, and then we went and rubbed again. You rubbed your fingers again. It's crazy how you you sense a difference. Yeah, so anyone that's you should do that now, yeah. Yeah, if anyone that's listening, if you're getting rough when you say your name and when you say a false name, go to those steps and then ask your name again. And if you you will get a, a smooth when you say your name and then you'll get a rough when you say like a false name. And then that that's means you, that your body's like in flow. In the flow, in the flow, okay. yeah. And that is really good for your health. That is really good for just your so if you're having maybe a a stressful day you've got multiple tasks to get through you you, you're like ah you're trying to spin all these plates and like most of them are falling Mm -hmm. just stop take a minute like take it literally takes like five minutes do those and you will feel so much better afterwards you'll be able to just okay let's get on with this stuff (laughs) it's a really good good thing to do like a practical thing to and for, mm-hmm. for people to do and it, you know it's good for everyone to just try it just see what happens you never know so yep. it's, it's really good and I think I just think it's a really important thing that you're doing and people should be really open to it because it's it's just okay. it affects our, everyone so much our emotions yeah. and no one gives it credit for what it is so yeah it is really, really I've definitely I've definitely feel as if I've definitely found you know my purpose in life like being able to help people and you know, seeing the results in their life afterwards, it's just, it's the most rewarding, fulfilling thing that's, it just makes my heart sing. I know, it's so good. It must be really rewarding, yeah. Yeah. can imagine that. I I cry lots of happy tears when I get, you know, messages (laughs) from my clients saying, you know, um, like they've they've overcome something or whatever. It's just, it's just an, an incredible thing to be able to, you know, give to other people. Exactly. So everyone try that and go and have a look at Deborah's Facebook page. I'll put it in there. But I think that's everything that we're going to say for today, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. Okay, great. I'm happy with that. So thanks everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye.